Brachos daf yud amid aleph. We are four lines in. So Hanu beryune. There were these beryune who were who were uh, troublemakers. They have a bishvu visi dera mayor. They were in the community, uh, uh, the neighborhood of our mayor. They have a kamitzari leituva and they used to bother him. They used to harass him. So kaboy rameir rachamei luye. So rameir was was davening for them. Rachamei sounds like rachmanus for them. Kihechidili musu. In order that they should die. So the slack says, "What's the Rachman, What's the Rachmanus here? That they shouldn't. Uh, they should go. They should go straight to Talum uh, Haba and not do more averus here. Some type of Rachman that they should die. But either way, he's davening that they should die. So Amulei Bruya, the Visus of Bruya, his wife, tells him, "My daitach, what are you thinking? You, you assume that they're supposed to die. You think Mishum Dachsev? The pasuk says, 'Yitamu That the chatam, those that sin, Yitamu should uh, should be tam means complete. Should be should should die." Miksiv, Chaitim, does it say the sinners? Chatoim Ksiv. Chatoim is like a Machdi Yasaram, someone who causes people to sin. So the Chatoim, what causes people to sin, that should die. And Rashi says, if you look at the second line of Rashi, Chatoim Sheyechali Yetzahara. That the Yetzahara is the, is the Machdi. It, uh, that's what that, that's what causes people to sin. So the Pasuk of Yitamu Chatoim doesn't mean that the sinner should die. It means that we're davening that Hashem should remove the Yetzahara. Void, <coughs> and furthermore, she, she have said this in plain English. <laughs> she wanted to tell him Shas. He, he was what wrong. If you look throughout, Shas Bruria was a tremendous. Uh, I don't know how you say in English, in, uh, in, uh, in Hebrew, Talmud Chacham. However, however the, the female version of that would be, she was definitely a bit, uh, very bright. And there's many uh, Gemaras in Shas that bring bring out this point. Void, and she told him another Shas. Says Shvil is safe. The crowd look at the end of the pasuk. It says Urisham Oidenam, and there are no longer. Uh, they will no longer be Risham. So Kevin the Atamu Khatam or Risham because you, you uh, destroy the Khatam, those that sin. So now you're you're going to guarantee that there will never be future Risham. That doesn't make any sense. Ella, what does the Pasuk mean? The Pasuk means he doesn't explain it here, but the Pasuk means that if you destroy the Yitzhahara, then there will no longer be, even in the future, anyone that sins. That's how she read the Pasuk. So Ella, what did she tell him to do? Boy, Rachme, Eluhu, ask Davin for Rachmanus on them, de la Hadra Bechuva, and that they should be Miachsar Bechuva. Then Urisham Orinam, there will no longer be Risham, because if you make sure there's no Yitzhahara, then they will, uh, they will do Chuva. So Bo Rachme, Eluhu, so Rameir, Davin's for them, Vahadra Bechuva, and they were Hadar Pachuva, they, they did Shuvah. So there's a famous question on this that how could you daven for someone else to have uh, to do Chuva? Hakolbi de Shemayim, Chutz, Yerushimai, everything is from is is uh, is from heaven except for Yerushimai. The person has to fear God. So if you want to look, Rabbi Reisman has a book called Pathways to the Prophets. He has an entire chapter on this Gemara, all the different answers, the Marsha, the Rav Dessler, how to explain this Gemara, how do you how do you have people davening that someone else should do Chuva? Okay, we'll leave it uh, for, for, for Rabbi Reisman, it speaks for himself, so you'll, uh, you'll look there. Another, another story. So it's Siduki, someone who didn't believe in Tar He tells Bruria, Ksiv, the Pasuk says, Rani Akara. Rani means to Rina, is singing. The Akara, the, the barren woman, is singing. She didn't give birth to any children. So, the, so he asks, Mishum Rani, because she didn't give birth, she's, she's, uh, she's singing, it doesn't make sense. Why would anybody be happy if they couldn't have children? So the Gemara says, Amalei, she told him, 
Shatya, you're a fool. Shvil is safe in the crowd. Look at the end of the Pasuk. The Pasuk says, that there are more people from Shemema. Shemema means that the desolate of, of Yerushalayim, there's going to be more children than from the children of Be'ula, which here is talking about Edoim, that Amar Hashem. So, so basically, in the future, there's going to be more that Klyasol will outnumber the, the Romans. This is talking about in the, uh, in the future. So, what, so why does the beginning of the Pasuk say that Rani Akara, that we're singing that we're, we're Akara, we didn't have children? So Rani Knesset Yisrael, that Klai Yisrael is, is rejoicing, it's similar to a, a barren woman, that uh, she was very sharp, she said that we're, we're rejoicing that we don't have children like you that are going to, uh, that are going to Gehenim. Next, Another Tzaduki told Rabbi Avo, he asked him the following question. Just to harass him. They weren't really looking for answers here. They just wanted to harass them with psukim. And he did not believe in Torah Sheba Peh. So he, said, he asked him the following. The Pasuk says, So this is a, uh, a Pasuk in Tehillim, Kapitel Gimel, the third parak of Tehillim, which we saw yesterday, really, it's the second parak because the Aleph and Beis are the same. So he's, it says, So David HaMalach is running away from Avshalim. And then the Pasuk, uh, later on says, that David also wrote something when he was fleeing from Shaul, and he was, he was, uh, Shaul was in the cave. So, which story took place first? Let's see, the, the story with Shaul HaMalach took place first. So, why is that not brought down first into Helam? If David HaMalach was writing to Helam, why did he not write the story of Shaul HaMalach, which was when he was much younger, before writing the story of when he was running away from the son of Shalim. So Amale, so Rabbi Vo responds to the Sadduki. He says, Atun, you people, you don't darshin smuchin, which means that when you have psukim that are in close proximity, we call that smuchin. So, kashiluchu, you have a question? You're not sure why uh, the, the parsha of Shalim is written in, in Kapitel Gimel in Tehillim. But, Anan, we did our shinon smuchin, we actually darshan smuchin. Like kasha, there's no kasha for us. Domrav Yechen, Rav Yechen, said, smuchim in atarimina. And how do we know that we darshan when you have two psukim that are next to each other in close proximity? Juxtaposition, shenemar, as the Pasuk says, smuchim la'ad la'aylam, that what's in close proximity is, is there forever. Asuyim be'emes v'yasher, was there in, in be'emes, which means in truth, v'yasher, it's straight, meaning there's a reason why it's there. So every time we see smuchim in the Torah, we actually look to see what is this coming to teach us. Rashi many times through Chumash says, why is Saita next to Nazir? Someone sees the, the Saita lady uh, you know, getting punished, so he should no longer drink wine. You see that psukim that are in, uh, in reference to each other, close to each other, they're teaching us something. So what's it teaching us here? So why did David Amalek write the parashas of Avshalim, which is Perak Gimel, next to the parasha of Goy Gimel, which is Perak Beis, and ends up being that Avshalim is way before the story of Shal. So why did he put it in the beginning of Tehillim? Shem Adam, if someone would tell you, Klum Yesh Evet was there ever a servant that rebelled against its master? So how could and, and he's going to ask you that how could uh, Goy Gumagoy uh, rebel against Hashem or against the Navi? So Af Ata you should tell him Klum Yesh Ben Yesh Ben Was there ever a son that rebelled against his father? And you see Avshalom rebelled against his father David. So you see Elahava Elahava it, it happened. And that's why the psukim of 
Avshalom are in close proximity to the Pesukim of Goig Umagog. Am Rav Yechonah Meshim Rav Shimon Ben Yechai. Rav Yechonah said the name of Rav Shimon Ben Yechai. My dechsev. What does the pasuk say? What does the pasuk mean when it says Pia Pascha B'Chachma? The Sairas Chesed Al Lashayna that her mouth opens up a chachma and there's Tairas Chesed on her on her tongue. So what's the question here? So basically this pasuk is in is in Eishes Chayel. So what is Eishes Chayel talking about? People sing it Friday night, right? So what exactly is is uh, is Eishes Chayel? So the early, I think the earliest source is, is brought down from the Talmud of the Ariza, and he says that we 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 say Eishes sing or say Eishes Friday night. There are four different reasons brought down to say Eishes Chayel, and it depends how you understand what the Pesukim are. The Pesukim are written in Mishlei. Mishlei is is all parables. It's not clear what Shlomo Melech was trying to tell us. So you have Eishes Chayel. So the the classic understanding of the Arizal is that it's talking about the Shechina, that we, and there's a special Hashras Hashechina on Shabbos. Shabbos is a special day. That's what we say it on Shabbos. The, the way the Mepharshim Navi say it is that Eishas Chayel is talking about a wife, and Shlomo was talking about his mother. And why do we say it on Shabbos? Shabbos, there's another minna we have to say Shir Hashirim Friday night. Before Shabbos, people say Shir Hashirim. Now, Shir Hashirim in the simple pshat is referring to the love between a husband and wife. So there's a unique time, Friday night. It's Lel uh, Aina, it's Lel Azivog. So it's a special time. A person should spend time with his wife Friday night. So that would be another reason to say Eishas Chayel, or another remez of Eishas Chayel. The third uh, idea is that Eishas Chayel is referring to the Torah. So that's the, this, that's the Gemara's kasha. The Gemara says if Eishas Chayel is referring to the Torah, so Pia Pascha B'Chachma, her mouth, the Torah opened up B'Chachma, the Torah is chesed al and the Torah is speaking about Torah, that makes no sense. It doesn't fit, right? If, if, how could it be that the Torah is talking about Torah? So even though Eishas Chayel is understood that Torah, that it's talking about Torah, here it doesn't make any sense. So therefore the Gemara has a Zakasha. Who is this Pasuk talking about? So let's, let's hold on for a second. There's a fourth option of what Eishas Chayel is referring to, and that's Shabbos. But either way, there's four special reasons of, of why we say Eishas Chayel on Shabbos, either because of the Shechina on Shabbos, Shabbos itself, spending time with a wife, or Torah. And the Torah tells us in Reish Sadi that a person is supposed to spend time on Shabbos learning Torah. So you have those four reasons. So the Gemara is asking, Kenegin mi Amr Shlama Mikrazeh. Who did Shlama HaMelech say this Pasuk about? It can't be the Torah, because if it's the Torah, you can't say the Torah is chesed al and it's also discussing Torah. So, so uh, the Gemara says like this. <coughs> By Amru Ela Keneged David Aviv, he was referring to David Amalek, his father. Shedar bechamisha elamim that David lived in five different scenarios, five different worlds. But Amr Shira and he said Shira in each of these places. Number one, Darbi Meimai, he he was in his mother's womb. That no, it's not answering the question. It's saying that Pia Pasul is not talking about, it's not talking about Torah anymore in this pasuk. It's talking about David Amalek, right? The Torah is chesed al on David, and why is it why is it lashon nekeva? So Ruach Hakadosh is always brought down in lashon nekeva, and that's how they fit with this uh, this gemara. Okay, so five different places where David Amalek was, and he said Shira in each of these places. Number one, Darby Meima, he was in his mother's womb. Amar Shira, Shnema Baruch Hinav she has Hashem v'chol Kiravai, and all my innards as Shem Kadshai. So so that's the uh, number one. Yotzel Avra Oilam, he goes out into the world. Finistakal v'kachavim mazalos. And he looks at the stars and the mazalos. Va'amar Shira, and he says Shira there. Shnei Baruchu Hashem, Malacha of the the angels and Gebure Koyach, all the different things that Kadosh Baruch created uh, that I say Dvar that do his his uh, his word. The Shmaya Bekol Dvar Baruchu Hashem Kol So you see 
all the legions are are uh, blessing Hashem. So that is number two. That v'nestaka b'kachavim, and they and he said he said uh, he said baruchinavshi. Okay, yonak mishte imay. He nursed from his mother v'nestaka b'dadeh, and he looked at her breasts. V'amar shira, and he said shira as well. What's the special shira here? Shenema the pasuk says baruchinavshi as Hashem v'al tishkichi kol gemulav, and and gemulav can mean giving or gemulav can be can mean weaning. My kol gemulav amra vavo she'as ladadim v'mokem bina. Kolish baruchu put. Uh, the, the breast of a woman in a mokum bina, in a place of bina next to her heart. Time of my, it's actually in Kabbalah. It's brought down that that a woman that nurses, she gives uh, some some bina to her to her children through that. Again, if if uh, if, if, uh, if formula is the only option, that's fine as well. But <laughs> I'm Rabbi Huda. I'm not trying to push. My wife is a lactation uh, uh, counselor, not a consultant yet, but. So uh, it's good for business. <laughs> if you look at an animal, the mammals that w- where they nurse from, it is it is much lower down in the body. So so let's see. It's a double mouth saying shear that a kolish put it, put the uh, the makam where you would nurse from in a, in, a, in a higher place on the gulf, so that that a child wouldn't have to look at the makam erva. Like an animal, it will be much lower down in the body. So that was the shear that David Amalek said. Rob He saw that the, the falling of the Rishoim. But my shear and he said shear as well. Shenema yitamu chatam in aretz u'rishoim oid enam. That chatam the the Rishoim will uh, will. will Get rid of, you know, we'll leave the Aretz, Risham, and they'll no longer be Risham. Again, that's actually what we brought before with Rameir and, uh, and his wife, Buria. You could actually ask Akasha from this Gemara, but we'll leave it for now. Barkinavshi is Hashem, Hallelujah. So now we have four. Number five, Nistak of Yamamisa, he looked at the day of death. For Amar Shiri, said Shira as well. So the Gemara says, My Mashmala Yamamisa, Nemar. What do you see in this passage that is talking about death? Amarav Barav Shila. Look at the end of the uh, the Barchinavshi. It says, "Tastir panecha yivahelon." So when you when you uh, when a kolish bruchu is is, is uh, gives um, master panav when he doesn't show us his face yivahelon, people get nervous. Toisif rucham when you uh, take out the ruach, the neshama yigvon, and the end of that pasuk is ve'elaforam yishuvon, and they go down to the offer. That's how they they are buried. So you see, in Barchinavshi there are five different. Uh, Scenarios that David Amalek is referring to. Next, Rav Shimi Bar Ukva, Amila Mar Ukva. So either it was Rav Shimi or Mar Ukva himself, have a Shriah Kamedi Rav Shimon and Pazi. He was accustomed to be in front of Rav Shimon and Pazi, have a Masadir Agadita Kamedi Rav Shimon Levi. He used to teach Agadita, the non halachic parts of Gemara, in front of Rabbi Shimon Levi. Amrle, he said the following Maidich said, What does the Pasik mean when it says, Barchinav Shias Hashem? V'chol Krava Yashim Kachin, all my innards. Uh, come and see. That Hakadosh Baruch Hu is different than than humans. What does that mean? A human being. So you could paint something on the wall. You can make a statue. You cannot put inside this statue, ruach, the spirit, neshama, kravayim, insides of nameayim, intestines. You can't do that. You could just make a, 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 a statue, but it won't be a human being. Kadesh Baruch Hu Kadesh Baruch is not like that. Sartzura, he forms the, the, the image. The Sartzura, within the image itself, umatla baruach, he puts in the ruach, neshama, the kravayim, the insides, 
and the Ubnei Me'ayim and the intestines. Behind was Amr Chana. This is what Chana said. Chana in her Shiraz Chana says, "Ain Kadosh Kashem." There's no one as uh, Kadosh as Hashem. Ki'in Biltecha. There's no one besides you. Ain Tzor Kelakenu. What does Ain Tzor Kelakenu mean? My Ain Tzor Kelakenu. Ain Sire. There's no Sire. Someone who forms something Kelakenu like God. Nobody else could do this except for God. My Ki'in Biltecha. What does it mean that there's no one besides you? Amr Yehuda Bar Menasi Al Tikru Ki'in Biltecha. That there's no one besides you. Ela Ain Libalei Secha. There's no one that will outlive you. Shaloi kemidas hakadosh baruch hu midas basar adam. Hashem is different than humans. Midas basar adam, a human being might say yadav, his work of his hands. He plants a tree. He builds a house. Mevalim say they could outlast him. Hakadosh baruch hu mevalim masav. Hakadosh baruch hu will outlast his his creation and this world. Amalei, I know hachi kamin alach. I also could say the hani chamisha barchinavshi kenegin mi amar david. That I was trying to ask you, which five when when in Barchinavshi it doesn't say Barchinavshi five times, but it says that there are that there are five times where he refers to um, Barchu or Barchi, right? In uh, in this in this in this parak. So which five is uh, David Amel referring to? So where did I lost the place? Hmm. He's referring to Hakadosh Baruch Hu, Kenegin Neshama, and like the Neshama as well. So Hakadosh Baruch Hu Meloi Kol Olam, the same way Hashem is everywhere, right? Af Neshama Meleis Kol Aguf, the Neshama that a person has inside his body, it it uh, it fills his entire body. Hakadosh Baruch Hu Rayev Einanir, Hakadosh Baruch Hu sees, but he cannot be seen. Af Neshama, the Neshama of a person, Rayev could see Veinaniras, and it cannot be seen. satiates the entire world, feeds the entire world. the satiates the guf, the body. And that's what they say, that, that when a person is struggling in life, sometimes the reason why you're hungry, you're, you're wandering, is because your neshama is not satisfied, so it's hungry. And if, if you're, and your neshama is what is zan, it satiates your guf, so perhaps Person should uh, should work on the ruchnius uh, and then he'll be a happier person. So Ma'akadosh Baruch Hu Tar, the same Ma'akadosh Baruch Hu is pure. After Neshama Tahira, Ma'akadosh Baruch Hu Yoshev Bechadri Chadarm. Ma'akadosh Baruch Hu is in the innermost Chadarm. After Neshama Yosheves Bechadri Chadarm, that where it really lives is in the innermost uh, part of a person. Again, it fills the entire body, but for somehow it's Bechadri Chadarm, and you have to understand that a little differently. That there's something hidden about it in Chadri Chadarm, the innermost. The innermost, uh, the premius of a person is his neshama. So Yavai Mishiyesh Bechamish Tvarim, a person who has this, these five things should come and halalu. Sorry, Chamish Tvarim halalu. V'yeshabach and he should give praise. L'Mishiyesh Bechamish Tvarim halalu. He should give praise to Hakadosh Baruch that has five things. Good. Who is wise and who knows peshar davar to pshara uh, to make a compromise. Uh, between things, so me Hakadosh Baruch Hu shared their last his pshara between two tzaddikim. Hakadosh Baruch Hu made a compromise between two tzaddikim. Who are these two tzaddikim? In Chizkiyo, Chizkiyo Hamalach Yeshayo uh, to Yeshayo the the Navi. So what happened? Hashem really wanted uh, them to meet each other. So Chizkiyo Amar Leis Yeshayo. Chizkiyo said, Well, Yeshayo should come to me. Leis Yeshayo Gaboy. Why? The Hoche Ashkan Belio. We see that Elio and Navi, the Azul Legabi Achav. He went to Achav, who was the king. So you see that the Navi is supposed to go to the king. Yeshayo Amar. I'm not going there. Leis Yeshayo Gaboy. Chizkiyo should come to me. The Hoche 
Ashkechan be Yehoram ben Achav, that Yehoram, the son of Achav, who was also the king, the Azul Gabi Elisha, he went to Elisha. So I remember when I was in, uh, in high school, so I was in 12th grade, and I was trying to get into Yeshiva, Neret Yisrael, into Rabbi Center's Yeshiva, and it was already May or June, right before the end of the year. So, uh, deadline, buzzer. So, I needed my Rebbe to call them to push my way in. So he was like, no, I'm not calling them. They want you. They should call me. And I was like, <laughs> it was sounds just very funny. Sounds like Kashrus. What? Sounds like Kashrus. No, it sounds like this Gemara. <laughs> this Gemara, nobody wanted to. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> from, uh, from Sunday's year. Okay. So how did he make a how did he make a pshara? Hevi Yisurim Achiskiel. He brought Yisurim Achiskiel. Achiskiel suffered. The Amar Loi LeShayon. He tells Yisrael Leich Ubakras Achayli. You have a mitzvah to go be Mavakar Chayla. Shnemar by Yama Mahim. In those days, Chol Achiskiel. Achiskiel got sick. Lamos. He was he was turning on his way to die. The Yava Elav Yisrael Ben Amoitz. Hanavi. So Yisrael Ben Amoitz Hanavi comes to to uh, to visit him. And he tells him, You know, write your will. You're going to die and you will not live. So, what does this mean? What's the double expression that you're going to die and you won't live? You will die in this world. You will not have. Uh, Merit, you will not have any uh, any life in the world to come. Amarle, my kuli hai. What happened? Why, why is it so? Why are you telling me this? Amarle, mishum bleya sakta beperiy verivia. Rashi says he never got married, and he, because he never got married, he did not care about the legacy uh, continuing klai yisrael. So therefore, wasn't wasn't good for him. So amarle, mishum dechazdali beruach kol. There's a reason why I did not get married. Not that I couldn't. I didn't want to. Because I saw in Ruach Hakadosh, the nafki minoy born in the Malo, I saw that that what's going to come from me is children that are not good. Who was his, uh, his child? Ended up being uh, Menashe Hamelach. We're going to see. So he he saw that my children are not going to be good. So Amalei Bahadi Kavshi Derachmana Lamalach. What are you getting busy with the Cheshboiners of Hakadosh Baruch Hu? My demefakat. What you are commanded to, Iboy Loch Lemevar. You have to do whatever you you got to do. What you got to do. Umadenicha Kami Kuchabrichu. Whatever God wants to do. Love it. He will do himself. So, basically, don't get him. You, you're right. You saw that that that's not that's not your business. You have to do what you got to do. Don't worry about uh, right. We got to do our mitzvahs. So Amalei, so Chizkio responds. Okay, fine. I agree to you. I should get married. Give me your daughter. You have a single daughter, so uh, I'll marry her. Maybe with my schus and your schus, we'll actually have good children. Great idea. I'm late. No, I'm not, my, my daughter's not, not up for uh, you're dying. I'm not, I'm not marrying off my daughter to you. So I'm late. told him, Ben Amoitz, he doesn't even call him by his first name, but by, by his first name now. He says, Ben Amoitz, you finished your Navua, it's say, and get out of here. I heard enough. This is what I. Accepted from the base Avi Abu, which is David Amalach, Afilu Cherev Chada, even if a sharp sword is Munachas at Savaroy Shalodam, we know this from the famous song, even if a sword is, is, uh, is on the neck of a person, Ayimna Atzmim and Arachim, person should, should not uh, re- uh, hold himself back from Rachmim, from davening, even when uh, it looks, looks terrible. So Imanami Rabbi Yechonim Rabbi Lazar the Ami Tavayu Afilu Cherev Chada Munachas at Savaroy Shalodam, Ayimna Atzmim and Arachim, person should not. Hold himself back from davening. They might kill me, but I'm still going to look to Hakadosh Baruch Hu. So they, actually, the end of the story is that he did in fact marry Yeshaya's daughter. They had a son, Menashe. The sad part is that Menashe ended up killing Yeshayo. He ended up killing his uh, his grandfather, 
And Menashe was not a uh, not a good person at all. What? Yeah, we'll get to that in Gemara Sanhedrin. Did Menashe do uh, the tshuva? Yeah, we'll talk about that. What? A couple years. Oh, maybe talk it up. Yeah. Okay, there is a, uh, there's, an, there's an addition to the Gemara. You can look afterwards in Haggai Sabach on the side. I'm not sure if the art scroll, some of the uh, Gemaras bring it down. There's a story here which some had in the, in the Gemara. We're going to skip it. It is not on our daf. Okay, next page. Yudam Abes. Amar Rav Hanan. Rav Hanan said the following. Even if the, the dreamers tell a person, tomorrow you're going to die. So the Gemara says, You should not... Refrain from davening. Shneimer, as the pasuk says, "Keep a roiv chaloimos." With all the many dreams, v'havalim, and all the shtusim, udvarim, harbe, all these things, all these words, at the end of the day, kiyas elakim yira. A person should fear God. Don't worry about uh, what people are saying. Just fear God. So therefore, even if the bala chaloimos tells you something's going to happen, you got to do your part. You just be a yarei Hashem. Miyad. So let's continue the story. Vayasif chizkio ponav elakir. So immediately chizkio faced the wall. And this, this is another uh, place where we learn now the person should daven next to the wall. My kir, what does the pasuk mean when it says he daven by the wall? From the innermost of his heart. So you see that the, the inside of a person is called kiros libi, and that's how a person should daven. So he daven from the depths of his heart. I believe Omar, I believe he said he had a uh, different understanding of what does it mean kir. Al iske hakir. He was talking about some type of wall. Which wall? Amr lefanav. He said the following. This is a story found in uh, in Malachim that that the Isha Shunamis had a child, the child uh, died, and Elisha revived him. So there's a, there's a famous, famous story in Avi. So, Uma Shunamis, she made one small little wall. That's all she did. You revived her son. You, you, you brought her son back to life. Abi Abba, my grandfather, he covered the entire Hechel, the entire base of Midrash, but Kesef, with his love, Alachas Kama Kama, you should definitely listen to my tefillahs. So that's what it means when it says kir. <clears throat> Next. He says, <laughs> Remember, please, that I, I walked in your ways. <laughs> and I did what was good in your eyes. <laughs> what does he mean when he, when he says, I did what was good in your eyes? <laughs> By being tefillah, so that it's that alone is called Vatoy Benecha Asisi. Fine? Rav Levi Omar Shagonaz Sefer Rafois that he hid the Sefer Rafois. What was the Sefer Rafois? So it's Machlokas. Either it was a book of medicine that people would, you know, your typical your your your, your uh, medical school uh, book, and what's wrong with it? So people would look at it to, to get healed, and they would forget Hashem. They would say it's not that Hakadosh Baruch is healing us; it's the doctors, it's the it's the medicine. So he hid it so that people would, would start davening again. That is one shot. The other shot is that this was some type of uh, witchcraft type of refuah. It wasn't uh, scientific, and therefore he felt that people were believing in in other powers, and he hid it. Okay. Tanurabanan. Just by the way, the the in Shulchan Aruch it's brought down a person before they take medicine. There's a special yiratzin to say. It's, uh, even if you don't know the Yerot, and at least just think about it, that it's not me, it's not the Advil that's taking away my headache. It's a Kaddish Baruch, I have to do my Ishtadlis, I've got to take the Advil, but it's not, it's based on this uh, concept that, that sometimes we, re- we rely too much on Teva and we forget HaKaddish Baruch. Tan Rabban, Shisha Dvarim Asa Chizkiyo HaMelech, he did six big things in life. 
Al Gimel Haiduloi, on three of them, the Chacham agreed to him. Al Gimel, and on three of them, Loi Haiduloi, it wasn't, uh, it wasn't agreed that he did the right thing. So Al Gimel Haiduloi, which three, three things were good. So number one, Gana Sefer of Voice, he hit the Sefer of Voice. Haiduloi, it was good. Kitas Nechash Anachoshes, he got rid of the Nechash Anachoshes, which is the, the copper snake, which he looked in Sefer by Midbar. It talks about that there was a Magaifon Kali Yisrael. And when they looked at the snake, they would be healed. But the point was not to look at the snake, it was to look at, to remember HaKadosh Baruch Hu. But people started using it as an Avodah Zarah. and they said, good thing. Girer at Samos Aviv, he uh, dragged the bones of his father. His father was a Russia. What was his father's name? Achaz. Achaz was, was his father. So he dragged him in public to, uh, to actually give him a kapara. Uh, Rashi says, you give him a kapara by, by, by embarrassing the kever of his father. Amit HaShachavalam. Three things that they did not agree to him. Sasa Megichan, he stopped up the Megichan, the, the, the spring of Megichan. If you go to the tunnel tours in Israel and you go to Chiskiyo's tunnels, they will show you where the Megichan is based on the archaeological diggings. It's fascinating. So if you remember the Gemara, Baruchas Yerim Abeis, it talks about uh, what the tunnels. Tunnels are very small, but at the end they show you uh, what he closed off. So it was a, it was a strategic move in battle to, to threaten Sancheirev. But again, he should have relied on Akhabesh Baruch Hu, and therefore it wasn't Haidulai. It was not good that what he did. Next, Kitas Dalsoy's Hechel, he cut off the doors of the Hechel of Shigon the Malach Asher. He sent it to the king of Assyria. Veloy Haidulai, they did not think it was a good thing. Now, why not? What was wrong with this? So, one could think it, the problem is he, he took part of the base of Mikdash. That's not what the Rashi, I think it's Sanhedrin, Rashi somewhere else says it's not the reason. The reason is because, again, he should have believed in HaKadosh Baruch Hu and he shouldn't have to take these uh, drastic measures. But it sounds like, beyond that point, it would have been fine to take a piece of the Beis HaMikdash in order to save the Beis HaMikdash. So Rav Asher Weiss has an interesting Shaila. He had an interesting Shaila. Someone, there was a, a gang of, of Arabs in, uh, in Israel and they were going around stealing Sifrei Taira. So there was an Israeli boy who infiltrated this group. He looked like an Arab. And... He was a, uh, a spy, so to say. So the way it works with the Israeli-Palestinian uh, uh, dispute there, that if you don't really have evidence, you can't, you can't you know, fight against them. So he had to actually set them up. They told him, and he felt that he would be a great setup if he goes and steals a Sefer Torah as part of the group. So are you allowed to go steal a Sefer Torah, put it in Bamaka Mizayan, in order to save all the shul. So Rosh Hashanah says the shul, and I think it's a chelik gimel. Says 100% motzi brings a riot from this gemara that you saw that really uh, Chizkiyot was able to send the doors of the heichal to Malach Asher in order to save the base of Mikdash. So in order to save the shuls from vandalism. But it's so clear the loy Yeah, Rashi. Yeah, Rashi. And um, mm-hmm. if you have Musaf Rashi, it, sh- it should be brought from Rashi elsewhere in in Shas, but it's not here. There's another gemara that says this. Um, yeah, you look it up. Okay. There's a there's another there's a precedent to this. It's not his own chiddush. There's a discussion about you're not allowed to have hana from a from any from a cemetery. So there was a, a cemetery in in Poland, I think. This is a few hundred years ago, that they were constantly vandalizing it, and there was no fence around it. So there was a beautiful tree that was growing in the cemetery. So the pischei tshuva brings down. This is in Yerodea, that the paisik in town paskin they're allowed to sell the tree or the wood from this tree, sell it for, for, for a high price, and with those funds, you could use it to build a fence around the, around the basic rise. Ah, you can't have hana, you can't have any benefit from the tree. But here, the reason why, because it's a bizarre hamaze to use things from the cemetery. But here will be a, a more of a bizarre hamaze that they're vandalizing it. So you, also, so that, that Rishon brought a, brought a riot from this Gemara. Okay? What's the third thing that he did? 
Avar Nisan Benisan. He made a Ibrayar. He made an extra month. Right today, it's a fixed calendar that we have uh, two others. But then it was if Bezin saw that uh, Nisan would be too early, they would have add another month. So he added another month. But the problem is he did it already when it was Nisan, and you can't do that. You have to do it before Adar. And they didn't agree to him. So the Gemara said that that doesn't make sense. Why would he do that? The Pasuk says, This Chodesh should be the first of, of the months of the year. This is Nisan, and you can't have two Nisans. So what, what, was, his, what was he thinking? He made a mistake with what Shmuel said. Shmuel said, Now there are some times that a month will have 30 days, depending on the moon, or 29 days. So he, on the 30th day of Adar, he, that's when he said, okay, we'll have another Adar. So, so Shmuel says you can't do that. Since the 30th day really could have been Nisan, depending on the moon, uh, you cannot make that into Nisan because since it could have been Nisan, you cannot make a second Adar. So what did Chizkiyo think? Savar, he felt Hoyl. He thought that uh, that we don't say this uh, this business of Hoyl Veroy. We don't say that Layamina. We don't say Hoyl Veroy. And therefore, I really could make Nisan into, I could make the 30th day of Adar and make it a second Adar. Next. Someone who davens to Hashem and he says, please remember, you know, the schus of what I've done, uh, answer my tefillos. They ended up using the schus instead of using it b'schus him. If someone says, answer me with the merit of others, he ends up being answered based on his own merit, which is a, which is a, a, a shevach, a praise. So Moshe Rabbeinu tola b'schus acherem. He's asking that Hashem should remember Avram, Yitzchak, and, 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 ya- and Yaakov. Talay b'schos atzma. Hashem answers him based on his own marriage. Shnemar v'yomer la'ashdim lulei Moshe b'chiroi amar b'faras lefanav la'hashiv chamasoy. So it was Moshe Rabbeinu that that uh, took that lowered Hakadosh Baruch Hu's uh, anger mehashchis from destroying Klai Yisrael. Chizkio talay b'schos atzma. He said, "Remember me." Tachsev zechor no es asher esalachti lefonecha. I walked in front of you. What ended up was Tarla He was only answered because of other people's schusim, not his. Shnemar, as the Pasik says, David Avdi. So Hashem is saying Laman David, his grandfather, Chiskyo's grandfather, and not Chiskyo. As Rabbi Shumalevi says, the says, Marli. So what does it mean that it was Shalim, but it was still Mar, it was still bitter? So even when Akadosh Baruch Hu was peace, you know, gave him, sent him peace, Marhulai was still bitter for Chizkiyot because it wasn't because of him. He wasn't worthy of it. It was the schus of other people. Okay. Now, once we brought the story of the Isha Hashunamis, the Gemara is going to explain a little bit about the, the story, what happened with the Isha Hashunamis. Not too much, but a little bit. Nasana Aliyah's Kir Katana. The Pasuk over there said that she tells her husband to make a Kir Katana, a small wall. For Elisha. So, what does this mean? Ravu Shmuel, there was a machlekes Rav and Shmuel, what this wall is. Chad Amar, Aliyah Pruahaisa, it was a open uh, porch or uh, an, uh, upstairs, Vikirua, and they put a roof on top for Elisha. Vechan Amar, Chsadjukadalahaisa, it was a huge hall. Vechakulashnaim, and they divided it by putting a wall. Now, which one makes more sense? Bisham in the Manda Amar, it was a hall, Hanadusiv Kir. That's why it says they made him a Kir. They put a wall in between and they make him a room. Elamanda Amar, that it was uh, it was upstairs in my kir. What do you mean by kir? Kir sounds like a wall. So the Gemara says shekiruha, that they uh, roofed it in like a tikra is called a roof. So 
kira could also mean a roof. That's what they put on top. They put a roof on top. So Mishnah the Mandar Aliyah that was upstairs. Aliyas. It says Aliyas in that pasuk. The Mandar Machsadra was a hall. My Aliyas. Why are you calling it Aliyas? So the Gemara says Meula Shabbaton. It was the best room in the house. So that's why they. Uh, that's why it's called Aliyas, and they gave him the best room. Then it says, "Venasim loy sham mita v'shulchan v'kisei umenara." They put in his room a mita, a bed, a shulchan, a table, a kisei, a chair, menara, and a candle, and a, and a light. Amra baya v'timra v'yitzchok. The following: Haroit selehanai. So someone wants to have hana. You know, he wants to be, uh, you know, walk around and get hana from people. Yehena keelisha. Let's see, a Rosh Hashiva. He wants to. He's going uh, to raise money for his yeshiva. If he wants to sleep in, in by people's houses and eat there, no problem. That's what Alicia did. She gave him everything. She gave him a bed. She gave him food, right? Everything. If you don't want to have Hana, Al Yehene, and it's also good. Kishmuel, Haramasi, like Shmuel, Haramasi, Shnemar, Uchuvasi, when he came home, Haramasi, Kisham Beisai, that was his house. So there's a, there's a Vard here that there's two different Mahachim here. So there's a famous story, I think it was with Reb Chaim, that there were two Mechanchim that came to him, and one of them told him that my, my idea is that beginning of the year, of the school year, I'm very tough. I make the children respect me. Then towards the end of the year, I'm nicer. Fine. And the other one, and he said, it's a good idea. And then the other mechanic told him, I do the opposite. Beginning of the year, I'm really nice to get friendly with them. And then I start hammering down uh, the rules towards the end of the year. So Chaim said, okay, you're both right. So they asked him, what's going on here? So he said, I'll be a mahalach. In life, you have to have a mahalach. If, as long as you have a mahalach, you have a plan, it'll be fine. So over here, if a person decides I'm going to be like Elisha, so that's a plan, that you, you will have enough from people, but it's, it's with a certain role model of Elisha. A person should not just do whatever. It's either you're following Elisha or you're following Shmuel. So in life, a person should have a, uh, a plan. Abiyah Mahalach, that's what that's they say in Yiddish. Okay. Vatoymer el Isha. She told her husband. So the Isha Shunamas tells her husband, Hine no yadati. Now I know Kiish elikim kadeshu. He is a kadesh. He's a holy person. This this uh, this Elisha. Amra of Yosef Reb Chanina. Mikan. From here we see Shal Isha makeres ba'archem a woman. Uh, could sense with the guests Yosem and Ish. You know, the husband invites people over, and the wife's like, I don't think this person should be in our house, you know. So a woman will have this intuition that women have, Bini Yisera, that women have, that they can realize with the guest. Bini Yisera. Yeah. Mino Yada said, How taka does she know? The Gemara wants to know a logical reason. How does she know? She never saw a fly on where he ate. And there was there's a there was a, a nace in the base of Mikdash that with all the meat there, there was no flies in the base of Mikdash. So where a person eats, if you eat in a mukan, if you make your place, we're going to see in the Gemara, it's going to say this as well. In Chagiga, there's a Gemara that your shulchan, if it's treated properly, your table has the same halacha, not the status, but it can have that level of being the shulchan of the base of Mikdash. So, so you saw how, how special he was. V'chanomar, southern shalpishton, he'd see amitasai, that he had a linen sheet on his bed, and again, he was there without his wife. Lay Ross, a carry a love, and she never saw that he had carry at night. He never had a seminal discharge at night. So therefore, we call him <coughs> a Ish Kadash. Kadash who? He is Kadash. Amrav Yosi Rabchina, who Kadash? He's Kadash. Umasharsai and his and his servant, who's Gechazi, his name is Aina Kadash. He is not Kadash. That he uh, he came to push. This Isha Shunamis, Amrav Yosi Rav Chnina, Sha'achsa Bahad Yafta, he touched her inappropriately, so he was not Kaddish. So, who Kaddish? Elisha's Kaddish, but Misharsai Gechazi was not Kaddish. Okay? Then the Pasa says, Over Alenu Tamid, he would constantly uh, come to them. Amrav, 
What? Someone who invites and has a host, a Tamachacham in his house, when you, you serve him from your wealth, and the, the Torah considers it as if you brought carbonates to meet him. Again, based on the Gemara and Chagiga, that if you treat your table properly with the proper Torah and, and, and cover it from the Chomim, it's as if you have a Shochan and a so all those things. Ya, this is now we're going to halachic uh, part of the daf. A person should not daven in a high place. Only in a low place. If you look in the, the base Yisrael, our old place where the, uh, where the Chazan used to daven, so the Amr actually goes low. So we switched it around because of the... Uh, couldn't hear anything. What? No, no, that's fine. Okay, so if you go to the Gra Shul, in the Chorva, the Chorva Shul in, in Eretz Yisrael, in the old city, also, if you look where, where the where the where the Amit is, I was actually in the <coughs> shul in Vilna, the garage shul in Vilna, it's still around, as well. It was built that the the ground by the Amud goes down based on the pasuk Shnemer Mimamakim Kirasicha Hashem that you should call out Hashem from Mimamakim and not from a high place. Tami Nami Hachi Layamid Adam Layagavi Kise. You should not stand on a chair. Layagavi Sarafsa Sarafsraf. I think it's a it's a bench. Lev Mokim Gavaya Viyaspal Ela B'Mokim Namoch Viyaspal Befish Ein Gavos Lefnei Amakim. There's no Gavos. A person shouldn't be. Uh, standing in a high place in front of Hakadosh Baruch Hu, Shnemer Makim Kerasicha Hashem Uchsev Tfil Laani Kiyatov. Kiyatov means you put yourself in a low place. So just halacha lemaisa, the place can say if you're standing on a uh, platform so that people can hear you. Let's see in the bells of shul in Yerushalayim. There's thousands of people there. You can't hear anything. So you ever see it? They have a they have someone there with, a, with like a baseball bat, and he smashes the pillow to tell everyone to stop davening, so you can hear the chazan repeat the the last uh, paragraph. You know, the last two lines in, in Kabbalah Shabbos. If you've never been there, next time you're in Yerushalayim for Shabbos, go to Bell's to dive into the Friday night. It is definitely a scene. Okay. Why, why is Kabbalah Shabbos on a bima? Oh, so why is Kabbalah Shabbos on a bima? So if Shlomo Zalman Orbach writes, the reason we want to show that it's not davening. And people should not think Kabbalah Shabbos is davening. Kabbalah Shabbos is not part of davening. And therefore some people don't, don't say it. Okay. Um, it's not davening. It doesn't have the halachic status of davening. There are certain yeshivas where they, do, they don't even say Kabbalah Shabbos. Okay, but it's, it's the minig already from Narizal. From uh, Rav Shlomo Elkovitz to say Kabbalah Shabbos. Mizmor Shili Yom Shabbos is brought down by the Shulchan Aruch. That d- definitely a person should say. And you have a, when Yantiv Shabbos, you'll see different Hagim what, what people do. Okay. Just by the way, there are two things, two ideas here when it comes to not davening from a high place. Number one is that in Gavos of Hamakim. Number two, is, which is even if it's not so high, it's less than three Tvachim high. A person should not stand in a place where he's going to lose his kavanah. So imagine you're standing on a on a little step stool. Even if it's lower than three Tvachim, so it's not Gavos. You're gonna lose your kavana. You're gonna lose your your uh, your kavana, and therefore a person should not do that. You should put your feet together. And your feet should be and the feet of the malachim were straight. It was uh, it was it was together. So this is the halachim when you daven what is added in is saying Kaddish, perhaps, or during Kedusha. But the Gemara is talking about Shemana Esri, and a person in Shemana Esri, you should have your feet together to be similar to the Malachim. So that various reasons brought down. This Gemara is Mashma, the person should be like a Malach. What's the point of a Malach? So a Malach has one mission. So when a person is Davening Shemana Esri, it should be one, one, one idea, Davening Shemana Esri. There's another concept. The Yushami says on, on this Gemara that it says by the Kahanim, a person should not walk up uh, <coughs> steps to go to the base to go up to the to the mizbeach. Why? Because your ever will be seen through that. So, 
two things. The, the, in, in, in the Svarim, they write that when a person has his feet spread out, that resembles, in, in, in Kabbalah, the gufnius of a person. As opposed to you put your feet together, that's, that's ruchnius. Additionally, perhaps the Santa Bavavayda, that a person should not have his feet spread out, similar to the Kahanim in the base of Mitash. So I heard from, uh, from Robert Rudinsky, actually, I don't know if it was a Purim Taira, but he said, what's the Nafkamina? The Nafkamina is if someone is, uh, is, 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 is overweight, and they cannot put their feet together. Someone, they can't get their feet together. So according to no problem, because you're not specifically spreading your feet out. But according to uh, perhaps you're not getting it. But again, if, it's, if a person should do as close as possible, to have Raglam Regal Yasharam. The Pasik says, Don't eat Al Adam. What does that mean? Do not eat Don't eat before you daven for your for your dam. And this means a person should not eat prior to davening Shachris. Someone who eats and drinks, and then afterwards, then he, then he goes to Davin. On him, the Pasuk says, And me, God, you threw after your guf. Don't read it your back. Your haughtiness. Hashem says, this guy was haughty. He wakes up in the morning. The first thing he thinks about is his entomans donuts. Now, Kiba love Malchus Shemaim. Now he's gonna gonna be makab al Malchus Shemaim, and therefore, what person should daven prior to eating? So, which one is it? Is it because of loisoychu al hadam, which the Rambam says in Isra deraiz to eat before davening, or is it va'oisi hishlach to acharei gavecha? So, most we should learn it's based on the pasuk of va'oisi hishlach to acharei gavecha, and you have a kula. The rush in the back of the Gemara here quotes the Avi Ezri that if it's not a achilo shall gaiva, if it's not a gaiva that you're eating, you're not eating, it's not a hoarder eating, like drinking water, he says, there's no problem, you let it drink water before davening. The Shulchan Aruch adds that drinking coffee before davening is mutter as well. If you keep going down in the Achorinim, at some point milk was added in, at some point sugar was added in, so at the end of the day, you can have your coffee with sugar, splenda, whatever, and milk. A guy eating is what, a suda? What's a guy So any, any, any achilo that you're doing because you're hungry, is, we, we consider gaiva. There's no to something to wake you up, as opposed to let's say a coffee, coffee. a drink. Because it wakes you up. A morning, yeah, yeah. exactly. If a person needs to do it for health reasons, that would be mutter as well. If Schechter holds, let's say a person's on a fast metabolism diet and they have to eat uh, seven, eight meals a day in order to lose weight to be healthy, you could do that as well. Okay, so uh, we'll, we'll keep going. Rabbi Shua Eimer Ad Gemoshoy. So Rabbi Shua says you have until three hours into the day. To to uh, read Kriyashma, Amar Rav Huda Mershmu Halacha, Rabbi Yeshua, that we have three hours into the day to read Kriyashma. Now, what, how do you have two different zmanim for Kriyashma? You look at your calendars. You have the Gra, you have the you have the Magen Avram. What's going on there? So, what is? How do you calculate three hours? Two ways to calculate it. The Magen Avram calculates it from Alois. You take the twelve hours of Alois until Tzais, divide it into twelve, and now you have an hour. Take three of those hours. That's you have one zman. That's the Shitas Magen Avram. It's going to be earlier than the Gra. The Gra says, let's look at Nate until Shkia, so from sunrise to sunset. Divide that by 12. Take three of those hours, starting from Nitzachama. So you have a later Zman, a Kriya Shema, like the Gra. We paskin, the minute is that we go with the Gra, that a person should, at least you know, should get with the Gra, which is a Kula, and say Kriya Shema before then. Hakari Mikan ve'evach lahifsa, someone who reads from this point on, after three hours, after the Zman, lahifsa, you don't lose out, and the Mishnah said, ke'odim hakari betar. It's as if you're learning. Don't say Yotzer if you're davening after this time, because it's not the time of morning of Yotzer Ar. You make your typical Birchois Kriyashma of the Yatsev and Yotzer Ar. Tiyufta means it's a kasha that he cannot resolve. 
it's a kashanim, and this is how we paskin a person is still allowed to say the Birchus Kriyashma as long as he's able to daven Tfila, it's the same as man as man Tfila, which is either until four hours or until six hours in the day. That will be seen in the fourth parak. What does it mean, Lohifsid? That he doesn't lose out if he reads later. Shloihifsid brachis, he doesn't lose out the brachis. He doesn't lose out. The Kriyashma is as if he's if he's uh, reading the Torah. He should make the Birchus Kriyashmas, even if a person davens, let's say, you know, a person wakes up, he has a late minion, a 9.30 minion, Shabbos morning, even 9 o'clock sometimes, you'll say Kriyashma at home before davening, still, you're allowed to say the Birchus Kriyashma during davening. Amar Mani, it is greater to read Kriyashma in its proper time. That is greater than being than learning Torah. How do we know that? The, 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 the Mishnah says, Let's say you read Kriyashma after this man. Well, you have said it's not so bad. You know what? It's it's called the Makaribatira. Mechlal, you see from there, it's more important to read. Uh, Kriyashma at the proper time meant to be Oyster Vatara. Moshe Feinstein has a chuba where Yeshiva Bachram asked him, can, I, can should we stay up Thursday night very late? We'll learn for, for, for five hours, we challenge, whatever, and the next day we're not going to daven uh, on time. So he said, no, it's a fair Shagamara. It's Godel uh, reading Kriyashma in its proper time greater than being Isaac in Tyra. Shkod-